This week's episode of the Indian Dots podcast, me and Goran have discussed his trip to Matera. We've also spoken about if the German markets are actually worth it or if it's just manga and over the top and not necessary. All comments and thoughts are welcome. Please let us know. We also talk about Goran's quells with his confessions of a married man. Is it about his wife for a fifth week running? Is it not? Click through to find out. And lastly, we are also talking about a quick segment called Did You Hear About? Which is a poll, bunch of quiz questions. Everyone can take part. Let us know your results in the comments. DM us. Tell us what you actually got. Many thanks. Much love. Catch you there. Peace. What's up, people? Welcome to this week's episode of the Indian Dots podcast. We have liftoff because Gurren is an international jet setter. This guy's had more holidays than I could ever have in one year. So, Gurren, doctor, what's been happening with your most recent holiday to the oldest city in the world that was, but then wasn't, and then I think it still is? Yeah, we mentioned it last week, didn't we? So, what was interesting, I actually thought about you there when I was on holiday. I was on every tour, walking tour. They kept saying, Thank this you. is the third oldest city in the world behind Aleppo and Jericho. And I was like, this is exactly what Indy and I looked up. So maybe they're talking about Europe. Maybe they're not. Um, but there are parts of Matera which were inhabited by the Paleo-Neopathic, I think I'm saying that correctly, people or age about two million years ago. So a long, long time ago. And they've, you know, obviously the That's a lot the of fossils. words, man. It's a lot of words. So... Yeah, so I went to Matera, uh, as I told you guys last week. Uh, Matera was absolutely awesome. It was the off-season, which meant it was a very, very uh, empty, sleepy town. If you've seen the film The American with George Clooney, when he plays like an assassin, hitman type thing, he's in a quiet Italian village. Uh, It's a bit like that, Um, to the point where when we were walking back on one of the nights coming back after dinner, you couldn't hear anything like no signs of life it's pretty creepy actually um and if you want to think of what matera looks like it's kind of like again if you're a lord of the rings fan minas tirith so the white city in the return of the king it basically looks like that um but it's very very cool and obviously yeah the bond set and uh yeah man so just another trip in italy i love italy uh, i think it's my seventh eighth visit to italy in the last couple of years and uh yeah jet Jesus. set baby jet set i do she didn't use that term you know she goes uh we often we often talk about, and I encourage this for all people who are in a relationship, couple, married, whatever, about, you know, we talk about couple goals, right? Everyone uses hashtag couple goals. And, and if you really look at what that thing is, and rather than just what you see people posting, which is often just about, um, you know, materialism or capitalism and that kind of stuff, it's what is the life that I want to live and how will I know? This is a really important question. I always ask my coaching clients as well. It's, you know, success happiness whatever you want to use that end game word is you don't cross this there's no real line that you cross and then you're like oh successful oh happy right Hmm. um so then you need to ask yourself the question how will i know when i have i'm in that place okay so for example i know a part of it for you part of your end game is yes that we can podcast on a regular basis have income that comes from that you know, get paid to do what you love and outside of shooting the actual stuff, you can actually give your time, effort, and energy into researching even more and building out even more. I know that's part of your end game because you tell me about it constantly. It's starting to affect me now as well. Um, and so for us, for me and Shindi, part of that yes. is travel. Yes, yes, I'm, I'm on board. So part of that is uh, is travel and the freedom of travel. And uh, I'm going to be producing a YouTube video soon, which is about the value of travel, 
right? And the freedom that you get and you don't really have to have this facade. Nobody knows you. Nobody knows you when you travel, which means actually you end up, well, I definitely end up just being my most authentic self um, because you're not judged by anyone. Um, and it makes you really mindful, right? So you're there, you don't have access to your normal routines and work as such. So you have to fill your time. It's not like you're going to sit in a room all day. So it's like, what do you do? And you have to use your time and it forces you to do things maybe you wouldn't do. And for me, it's been a really good reset. I felt really, really refreshed uh, coming back. But more on that later about what I learned from the Italians. Uh, and obviously, uh, yeah, life is good. Do they have a breakdown of like cities or films that have been filmed in Matera? Because you've mentioned two different pretty global films now. Yes, so we've obviously had the Bond franchise most recently. What's interesting is when you, we did an actual Bond tour uh, and you realize that some of the things are completely, you know, fake. So, for example, in the scene where uh, the lady, I can't remember her name now, so James's girlfriend or wife uh, is on the balcony and she has the villain's name written out and she burns it. That's a fake balcony. But we saw where that fake balcony was created. So our tour guide actually wow. had video video footage of when they were filming. So to show you like oh, what shit. it actually looked like. Yeah. And then the stunt when he's on the motorcycles is actually a stunt man and they built this like artificial ramp and they sh showed us that as well. So yeah, so Bond was obviously there. Passion of Christ, Mel Gibson. So the street where we were staying, so the Italian word for street is via. So we were staying on Via Muro. And that was like one of the main streets I went into the kind of like the, the kind of where all the restaurants and things were. But uh, Mel Gibson was carrying the crucifix down there. And that area I told you about, which is inhabited uh, two million years ago, so that's called uh, uh, Murja Park, uh, which is kind of just across the way. It's like loads and loads of caves. That's the actual location where he was crucified. And then there's another film, uh, which is old, like 1950s and 60s, where they actually used one of the caves uh, to show where uh, Jesus, after he was crucified, was buried, like in the tomb. And then obviously the the story is that Jesus came out three days. He rose after three days. So that was there. Uh, Angelina Jolie has just shot a film uh, last year. That will be coming, three months ago, sorry. That will be coming out next year. We saw the the piazza. Piazza means square, where that was shot. And the guy, I think his name is Omar Sis, the guy who plays Lupin in Netflix. I know we've spoken about this guy before. Yes. So he is currently shooting a film next to the hotel that we were staying. Again, one of the other Bond hotels, Palazzo Gattini. Palazzo means palace of. Gattini is a local, quite famous local uh, architect uh, of Matera. So he's been given the name. So, uh, yeah, we didn't see him, but he is about, apparently. Uh, so, yeah, a lot, of, uh, Jeez, a lot of films. That's a lot, man. It's a lot. A lot. I, know yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Go on, go on. No, I was going to say the... You know, Matera, what's interesting is the actual Matera itself is now, the town is a UNESCO site, right? But up until 1952, uh, people were actually living in there in very horrific conditions. Child mortality rates were 50%, five zero. Okay, because you had these single, so the, the, I think we sent it to you in San but the, the room that we were staying in was originally uh, somebody's like house, right? And you had like 10 people living in there with animals so there was a trough actually in our room but would have been a trough before okay uh and this yeah. is this was 1952 bro like 
when we were there, we were watching an episode of The Crown, and in The Crown, they were talking about 1952, and they were showing the king visiting uh, Edward the Seventh, Eighth, Seventh, the one that abdicated, visiting Egypt. And you know, you, you saw the world at that time. And mm. at the same time, at this part in the world, this kind of completely isolated place, you had people living like this, you know, using techniques that were hundreds of years old. And then the government basically got involved because it was became the national shame and they had to move all these people out into better accommodation. Then Matera was completely empty, basically. And actually, it was the filmmakers and the artisans and the artists who came back to revive it. And they were like, now it's become popular and fashionable again to visit it. So most of it is tourism, the actual, what we call the Sassi. So Sassi is the old town, the, and that's broken down into two parts. Um, but yeah, man, it's a pretty, pretty awesome place. Uh, but it's not... Uh, it's not easy on your legs, man. Like everything is like inclined. Uh, your quads get a good workout every single day. So if you're walking down somewhere, yeah, you're beautiful, beautiful. Then you're going to have to walk back up. Um, but there's multiple routes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's a good leg workout, but uh, definitely very romantic. Um, so yeah, I definitely recommend it to you in San It's very easy to get to. Two hour, three hour flight to Bari. I love saying that word, Bari, B-A-R-I, which is in Puglia. That's the region. And then you have like an hour uh, commute to uh, to Matera. Um, one thing I did learn, which was uh, actually I learned lots of things. But normally, I don't know what you guys do, you and Sanj. But when you travel somewhere, say from the airport to wherever you're staying, are you guys a public transport people? Are you transfers people? What do you do? What's your normal thing? Normally, public transport. The only time we've had a transfer was on our honeymoon. Otherwise, we tend to sort of catch a cab. Or we'll mm. look at a public transport route to the hotel, whether that's through like a train or whatever. Mm. Okay. And the reason you do that is? Well, the train kind of forces you to do two things. It forces you to get familiar with the area itself. You pass through certain parts and then you get mm. used to the travel system so that when you do travel around in the next few days, you've already broken that kind of duck yep. and you're sort of embedded and you kind of have a bit of, some understanding of what it looks like, how cramped it is, how busy it is. Because mm. if you can get on with a suitcase, you then realize, okay, this is going to be very difficult to maneuver, but we can still move around and it's all good. If you can get through that, then if you're going with a backpack anywhere, you're pretty much good to go. Yeah, I like that. You're doing a bit of what we call like a recce, isn't it? You're kind of just getting uh, straight in. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, those are all very, very good reasons. Now, Matera has a train station, but it doesn't have any functioning trains, right? So when you look on Google Maps as to how to get to where you want to get to, like I said, it's about an hour away. The only thing that shows up are the transfers. The transfers are costing 100 euros each way for an hour journey. Or there's a bus that takes you there, uh, which was 340 each. So surprise, surprise, we went on the bus. And obviously, basically, they have a monopoly <laughs> because there's no other way of getting to Matera. Um, so they charge whatever they want to charge. And uh, yeah. so clearly some people are paying. But uh, yeah, that, that was just a tip, guys. So when you are traveling, um, just look at what's recommended. Now, obviously, with an airport, traveling's tend to be good. So like, you know, even at Stansted, where we flew from, there was, you know, the tube station, or whatever the train station is, is right in there, you know. Uh, and on the way out, we did a meet and greet with the car. We literally dropped the, the car and then right in front of the terminal, like there was literally a minute escalator up. And I was like, this is so smooth, right? So, so seamless. Um, so yeah, that's my uh, tip. Look into travel links. Yeah, man, always look at the public transport route if you can. I have a couple of questions on Matera. I think I've mm. probably forgotten them now because you've mm. been chatting for a little bit. Rumbling. So, Rumbling. Uh, okay, are the public are the public? They're annoyed 
that a lot of people are coming to visit the area ever since the prominence of more and more films being shot there? Good question. So first thing is, prior to, let's say, Bond, which was released in 2020, 2019, Matera was voted the uh, European capital of culture anyway. So that kind of put them on the map. So that was a separate thing outside of the films. Um, like we said, it's a UNESCO site. And so the majority, there's no real jobs, right, outside of tourism. So I think the locals recognize that without that income, uh, it's quite hard to sustain this beautiful site, right? Because everything's like, think of it like grade listing. So if you want to do something, you want to do something, it has to be certain materials. You know, you can't use like PVC and stuff. It has to be in keeping with the rhetoric for that area, <coughs> which means you need a lot of investment. Um, I think because we went in uh, off season as well when it was empty, um, it's hard to know what, what how the locals perceive uh, you know, when it's super, super busy, like our guide is saying, yeah, when it gets rammed, it's, it's rammed. Um, but there were some videos that showed yeah. us where, uh, you know, when Bond's doing the, the, the DB5 chase scene, there's a woman shouting in Italian, go home, leave our city. No, she showed us that video. <laughs> so that wow. Was fun. Yeah, because she said there were like five DB5s and obviously every day revving and they actually made lots of skid marks and they had to clean that before they went. So I guess, you know, they, mm. they can probably be annoyed at the time, but obviously the long-lasting effects of that, you know, this year they've said they've seen a massive increase in people traveling to Matera for that reason. Um, but generally, you found the people to be very pleasant. Uh, on the first day, as we walked into the hotel, there was a drunk old Italian man. I didn't actually realize he was drunk. Shindy did. I thought he was just really happy, and he came up to me really close, got his phone out, and just took a picture of me. <laughs> and his, like, uh, son or nephew or somebody was there, and he's like, yeah, yeah, he's Italian. He's not seen somebody like you with, you know, Asian big beard. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's cool, man. It's cool, it's cool. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. That's the answer to your first question. That happened to me, bro. I'm not surprised. That happened you. to me in uh, Thailand. No, oh, in yeah. Vietnam. When I was traveling Oh, Mr. Indy. He's like old women were like pulling me over. <laughs> Mr. Indy. <laughs> no one knew my name there. I was broke oh, with baby. this big ass backpack on my back, right? Yeah. And uh, everyone's like, all these women were like coming up to me, like I'm talking about 40s, 50s, and they're coming up to me like, oh my god, he's got a beard. Let's take a picture with him. And I'm bro, like, bro, didn't think I was got, that unique. You got game, man. Just you gotta listen. You know why? Because you're in fashion, baby, and you're pro ball, and you wear crepes. Yeah, clearly, bro. I've been practicing this shit. Okay, you got all beard. this thing. <laughs> the beard, yeah. The beard is fashionable. Clearly, clearly. Yeah, Italians obviously love it, man. Like Italian men would like give me the, you know, the singnod, right? So you get the singnod, but the Italian men, they respect a good beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were just like, see, see, buongiorno, see. I might as well teach you some Italian words. Or we can do that in another segment. But it does segue into just prior to this podcast, I had my first Italian lesson, speaking lesson. Because I've been like for a while, like I go to these countries and, you know, I always try and speak some of the words. To the point where I'll say something, and because I've practiced the word so much, it actually sounds quite authentic. And then they'll say something more advanced, and I'm like, no, no comprende. Bilingual, <laughs> 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 you know. Um, so, yeah, should, should we do some words? Should we teach you some words? Gone. All right, cool. So, good morning. Buongiorno. So, I'm going to say you. Oh, it's just bonjour it, with an O. Okay, cool. Yeah, so say it back. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. Try and say it not, as like, a go- not, as, not as like a British white guy. Try and, try, and, try, and, try and say it with a bit of like gusto. Buongiorno. 
Do I have to? Okay, all right. Buongiorno. Okay, grazie. Thank you. Grazie. Grazie, very good. So, prego. Prego. You're welcome. Excellent. The last one we'll do is uh, ciao. 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 Ciao is an interesting one. Ciao is hello and bye. So, inform. Like Sassigal. Satsirigal, yeah, not Sassigal. I don't know what Sassigal is, mate. No one says that. I know, I'm taking the fifth. <laughs> I'm taking the fifth here. Let me just have a moment, yeah? Sassigal, <laughs> <laughs> there are a few things that irritate me, mate, and those that is definitely one of them. Um, cool. So that's those are Italian words, it, man. That's why I do it. Right. Pro tip, though, when you go to these places, Italians really respect when you try and use their language and words, even if it's a little bit, right? Like if you're just doing understanding and someone saying something to you, you're like see, si, see, si, which means yes, uh, they will appreciate it and they will give you respect for trying rather than just being like, do you speak English? Do you speak English? Right. Uh, so just learn a few yeah. phrases and, uh, you know, quanto, costo, how much, that's very useful, per favore, please, like just simple things. And anyway, I was like, you know what, I'm going to learn Italian. So I had my first lesson and uh, that was quite Fair play, man. Yeah. Yeah. This feels like you were in like a scene of uh, House of Gucci, you know, yeah. with all the enunciations and that. I'm like, yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gucci, mm. gusto. Because he's in fashion. He's actually, yeah. he, bro, he's actually in fashion. Okay. He's you who you aspire to be. Well, he yeah. was. Just get the glasses. Yeah. Get the glasses and you're there. Spoiler man. alert. We haven't finished it yet, actually. We need to, we need to finish that film. Anyway, well, what has been happening you, okay. with you? So, Doctor, you mm. went to the wonderful shores. If it's shores, I don't know. I hope it's coastline. You went to the wonderful land that is Matera. I went to the wonderful land that is... Birmingham. I haven't been back in a while, so I went to Birmingham. uh, Yeah, back from America slash wherever they've been. Uh, Mm. Saw the whole family and we thought, Mm. let's go to the German market. And uh, that Mm. was not a good idea because it's absolutely rammed. Disgustingly rammed. Like you can't move. It's too many people. Way too many people. But... At least it's not too cold, because if it was cold and too many people, it would be unbearable. Thankfully, you kind of get a bit warm because it's been a bit of a milder winter, hasn't it? So yeah. that was pretty cool. It's nice to sort of take everyone there. I took my niece and nephew there for the first time. They loved it, which is fine. Uh, and it was nice seeing them. One thing I did appreciate, going back to the thing that you just said about using language, my niece mm. has started saying hanji or nay to me in Punjabi. And I'm like, oh, I appreciate you trying to speak like a little bit of it in your day-to-day lingo. That's good. So mm. that was nice to see. But I do think the German markets are a little, little bit overrated mm. now. We're not even ranked the best yeah. German market in the UK. It's actually somewhere else. I think it's up north, isn't it? Somewhere. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I haven't been in a while. I think the limitation for me as well is the food. Like, it's just basically sausages everywhere, isn't it? Like, that's fine. I get that. You got your, um, you know, your bratwurst and your currywurst and all these things. It's cool. But you need some mm. vegan, vegan, vegan veggie options, man. Uh, it becomes a lot more attractive to me personally. I think I've had the hot, hot chocolate before. I think I've had a few yeah. desserts before. But uh, I can't remember now. Do they have, is it all about food and drink? Or is it like games and things as well? Is it that kind of feel? It's or no? food, drink, uh, antiques, Christmas decorations, like right. all that kind of stuff. Shopping. The food area. In mm. fairness, they did have churros. They did have marshmallows. Nice. Uh, and they did have crepes. 
I was looking at that like, oh, the, that's what Goran meant when he was talking about trainers. Okay, there you go. So they had Sorry, just, just to be clear, you know, and but you knew what crepes were anyway, yeah, before me saying it. Yeah, Goran. Yes. Okay. Just yes. checking, bro. Just checking. Okay. Yes. Fine. Yes. That's I know what I, it's that's an interchangeable it. term, kind of like the word, kind of like the word sick. You know, people say it when they're ill, but they also mm. say it when it's very good. So interchangeable. Yes. Urban Dictionary. Yes. Featuring Indy. Very good. Urban nice. Dictionary. Good lad. See. Good lad. So, yeah, man. German markets, I officially think, are overrated. Uh, it's nice mm. for a family outing, but I wouldn't go mm. year on year on year. It's just the same thing crammed in the same set of people. And mm. the only thing I saw that, that changed was the ice rink's gotten bigger. That's the tree. The ice rink is Where? bigger. And it's got like a little ceiling on top of it. Where's the ice rink? Is it right at the top near the square? It's by the library now. So it used to be at the end of the square towards Symphony Hall. But now yeah. it's not not Symphony Hall, sorry, the ICC. But it's not. It's yeah, been yeah. moved down a little bit to be directly outside Baskerville House. So it's right in front of the library now. And it's it's pretty massive oh, and it's getting bigger year on year. So I assume they probably commanded, yeah, probably commanded like a bigger set of people now within there. So that's the only oh. thing I can say that's definitely changed year on year. Okay. I take it you didn't do the ice skating. People who run those little... Horrible. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> You've broken enough things, you don't nope. break anything else. Yeah. Exactly that, my friend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I yeah. also considered the people who set up those little pop up stalls, you know, the, with mm. the little pop up stalls, you press that toy and it spins around with the little light. Oh, or yeah. you have people who have those little light up things you put on your head. And I just thought, man, they clean up. They absolutely clean up because kids see it, moan at the parents, the parents mm. then give in and then give it to them. Nine times out of ten. So sometimes a parent will say to them, you can pick a toy, you can pick one thing, and then they pick that. But mm. I'm like, man, they must absolutely rack up. And with the weather being milder, it makes sense. But doing mm. that all day, pretty grueling job. It's all cash in hand. It's all tax-free, though, isn't it? So mm. got to think about it that way. I doubt they have permits or anything. I wonder if they have to, like, leg it when they see a policeman. Or if police just let it go. All very, very know, good yeah. food for thought. Business yeah. ops there, mate. Because pop, yeah, pop-up stores, I mean, when you do have to pay for your permit and your fee i've seen these like uh the goose fair in in uh in nottingham the one we go to is like a carnival thing uh when we shouldn't this year it's expensive man like but then you know you've got to make a certain amount uh same for when you go to cricket matches like those desi places and you're like why are they charging 10 pound for masala chips it's because their permit is like stupidly high man um they just have to clean up yeah, yeah so did you guys eat before you went or you ate there no, so I ate there, but I had everyone's leftovers because I arrived a little bit late. So I had like half a bratwurst, half a garlic bread, had mm. some churros. And then we ate out with like my mum, dad in the evening, which is nice because normally we eat at home. And when we mm. eat at home, we don't tend to see each other because mum's always running around. But it was nice to just go somewhere and mm. just sit and eat with everyone and just not have to worry about that. Where did you go? Uh, we went to the Highfield in Edgebaston. Okay. What cuisine is it? It's just basically glorified pub food, but it's just a nice okay. ambience, nice restaurant. And nice. it's right next to us in Birmingham town, which is just outside the rush. Nice. So I parked at Brindley Place and then drove mm. out there, which is only like about five or 10 minute drive, just to save myself getting caught in mass amounts of traffic. Mm. Good. So you had fun. Yeah, man, it was nice. I did play a cheeky prank on my bubby and my wife, Sanj. So what, what we did... <laughs> 
me and my brother were walking in front back to the car and they're not familiar with broad street so if you walk up to the car we then thought if we take a right to go towards brindley place and then take a left and take a left Mm. again take Mm. a left again you come back out into broad street yeah and we did it and we did the first left but like they're not going to realize second left we're now going back onto broad street they still didn't realize because they're chatting away amongst themselves turn back onto broad street we go straight then we turn left into the same route again Mm. then we're like hang on and we've been this way and me and bow were like yeah and we did think how many times could we do this until you realized where we actually were and what we were doing just just they were completely in their own little world completely oblivious so you no got into... sense of direction okay so twice you got them out twice once once with once, the full once. loop and then we tried yeah, to do yeah, a second yeah. one but they were like no yeah. no it's this way i was like okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> always fun well, to do just just, well. just to check if people are paying attention well yeah i guess look if you're if you're the navigator right like you know, we're gonna go to London in a few weeks. See you guys. Then I'm gonna trust the navigator. Yeah. You're you're normally the navigator. You're, look, you've got a geography degree, man. You know, you've got a compass built into your head. So <laughs> this is your role, mate. This is your role, okay? Uh, and eateries, you're good at finding eateries. That's definitely one of your skill sets. Put that in your uh, your LinkedIn, mate. I find good places to eat. Women take pictures of me in such trees. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I should work for yeah. TripAdvisor. That'd be great. Imagine that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why should you work here? I use your website all the time. I find the best food recommendations. Okay, mm. hi, Ed. There you go. Look, someone paid me to travel and do, uh, you know, vloggy style stuff. And, you know, I'd be meticulous, man. I'd be like, this is the way you travel. This is the bus you get. Like, I would systemize the whole process, man. Like, Matera, this is of how you Of course do. you would. You know I would, right? Uh, but just need I the think funding, innit? I have a you business think... opportunity for you. Ooh, okay, go on. I think you should charge people your little planner, an organization planner template and give it to people to follow through and do for their trips. Hmm. Expand on that. Being deadly serious. Expand on it. So So take Matera as an example. You clearly have everything itemized, itinerary, everything set up, days out. You've got it all set up on Google Calendar. It's all integrated. You then click it. It works. Everything is all smooth. If you could just put that into like a little template mm-hmm. and then sell it to people, you can make quite a bit of money, I think, mate. Because a lot of people do get a bit of travel anxiety when they're going somewhere and they don't like having to think about X, Y, and Z. Mm. What would you pay for that? I don't know. That's for you to do your market research, mate. I'm the ideas man. You're the executioner. <laughs> so you tell me. <laughs> executioner. Okay. <laughs> okay, I will consider it. Uh, I may have to take some, uh, take a sabbatical mm. from the podcast. Uh, You'll have to sign off on that then, darling. Wow. Okay, I'll take it back. I'm going to delete the segment and we never spoke about it, okay? Yes, yes. I yes, want to yes. find this fee, 15%. Right? Okay, buddy. Okay. Oh, man. Fantastic. All right. You're going to see a little segment here that's segueing us to the next bit. Enjoy the transition that's coming up. Sweet. Prego. Confessions of a married man. Gurren, are you going to make it a record fifth week in a row speaking about your wife? That is the main burning question in everyone's mind. Everybody wants to know. Sorry. Sorry, but to the... How is Shindi? Shindi is fine. Shindi is happy. I'm happy with Shindi. She has not done anything to frustrate me this week. So it's all good, man. Mainly because we're on holiday. We're on holiday. We're on holiday. Or as Sanj likes to call it, holly bobs. That's uh, that's growing on me now, Sanji. 
I do still think about hobnobs when you say the word, like I read it as hobnobs, but it really <laughs> makes me feel warm inside when I read the word, like holly bobs. Like just, I just feel happy. Like you can't say that word and not be happy. So thank you, Sanj, for that lovely it's word. It's true. It's true, isn't it? Um, no, it's not. Nothing to do with Shindy. Uh, and I guess the confession this week is more of like a revelation. I want to I call it like a revelation, man. So one of our excursions uh, in Italy is we we went to a farm, a working farm. Uh, what they call it? It's called agricultural tourism. It's like this hybrid thing. And this is a essentially an olive farm, fresh fruit farm, lots of different things. So one thing we learned is the area that we were in is the birthplace of pasta. This is where pasta originates from. So the north and the south are very different in terms of, much like India in terms of their cuisine, their outlook on life, all that kind of stuff. Yes. So historically, southern Italy, because it doesn't border any other countries, is very poor. And so the the food that's come out of that region had to be accessible to uh, your average person and had to be quick to make. Okay. Um, and so they, um, I can't remember the Italian phrase, but it translates as food of the poor, right? So a really good example is, right, I'll describe it to you. Tell me what this food is. Italian starter, bread, um, chopped tomatoes on there, maybe a bit of parsley, balsamic vinegar, starter. Starts with B. Bruschetta. Right. So first thing we learned, absolutely made up word, bruschetta, sket. That's how I have to remember it. I think about sket, bruschetta. So a couple of things. Right, another one is... Uh, Do you know what sket means in English? I right? know what it means. I know exactly what it means, but that's the only way I remember how to say it. Instead of saying bruschetta, bruschetta, right? Uh, another one is that we say... I think the viewers uh, would like to know yeah. if you know what it actually means. Yes, it's a, it's a lady of uh, you know leisure. It's a lady you can pay for certain favours. Lady of leisure, Wow. Yeah. I don't know, lady. Pleasure. Of I was gonna, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, say yeah, lady, lady, lady of pleasure. pleasure, lady of pleasure, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. What the, I started with the lady, lady of, and of I was pleasure. like, oh shit. Yeah, what's the word? Escort. It's yeah. lady escort. Okay. It's, All right, lady of pleasure. I know what. Very. I know what. Yeah, lady escort. I don't know. She's an escort, brother. I wouldn't call them that. Escorts are quite high end. Okay, I'm just I'd using. I'm throwing words. Escort that doesn't require a fee. But that's me. But okay. <laughs> Indy's talking clearly here from experience. Okay, fine. He's got a very... <laughs> you're, you're, you're Google, man. You're like, define the term. I, I says to me like, no, 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 it's not that. It's clearly not that. This is what it is. I'll tell you what it is. I know. No. All right, buddy. So, yeah. bruschetta. Uh, another interesting one. They, they laugh at you, the Italians, when you say it. So, not pistachio, pistacchio. And the way to remember that oh, one is okay. it's... Uh, Pinocchio, not Pinocchio, Pinocchio, Pistacchio. So anyway, uh, poor people in the South, no access. And they would have, so in this 1950s kind of term, maybe like meat twice a year. So they're mainly vegetarian, right? Wow. Southern, and they have, and okay. even now, like the, the lady we were learning from, she they have like meat once a week. Not vegetarians, but they enjoy it. Now, the thing I couldn't get over is like, okay, you guys eat pizza, pasta, pizza, pasta. How are you all not fat? That's the question in my head. This is all carby food. So tell me, right? So I'm looking at this lady, Sylvia, who's teaching us, who is like, you know, this like goddess of a woman, really beautiful woman. And I'm just like, how are you not? What do you mean? Confession is a married man here. Hi, hi. Yeah, bro. Yeah, you see, you've seen the video. You've seen the way she looks at me when we're doing the old uh, making the dough. You've seen the video. What did she tell me? She goes, Jazz, when you make. She doesn't, she doesn't have this actually, actually, because she actually grew up 
every summer for like 16 years she spent in uh, Devon. Uh, so her English is really good. But let's let's say she did speak like she's like jazz. When you make the dough, you need to use a patience and a passion. These are the key things she taught me. Okay, and she used another analogy which mm. I'm not going to say uh, on camera, which you know about. Guys, if you really want to know <laughs> that analogy, ask, ask oh me. my god, yeah, yeah, unbelievable! Yeah. If we had a Patreon, I will put it on there for people to go and listen. Yes, to okay, yes, exactly. That is exactly the other content, right? Borsketta type content that would be on there. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like so just, just tell me what is the secret, man? And this for me is all about the revelation of, you know, the Italians have made eating a science, man. There's an art to it, obviously, but there is a science. Like they eat in a very certain way, eat at certain times. They don't eat, you know, like when we think about, right, Christmas dinner, right? We'll go for a carvery, Toby, right? Everything is on the plate at the same time. They don't have this concept. They eat one thing mm. at a time. They're like really mindful, so they have their antipasta, which is essentially like starters. Then they have primo. Primo is always, it's not really, they don't have like first course, second course or main course. They don't talk like that. So primo is always a pasta dish. And then they have seconde. Seconde is what we would say is the main, which could be obviously veg or meat of some sort. But only one thing at a time. And so I was like, so what is it, man? She goes, right, here, look, listen to this. She's like, in the US, which is like the second biggest producer of second has the second biggest variety of grains in the world they have about six six different types of grain italy 1400 different types of grain Ooh, america six italy 1400 right so here's the first thing she goes what you're using there's two things here it's the pro the produce the you know what the ingredients you use and they're obviously on farms all fresh completely organic don't use pesticides and the methodology how you make it so, you know, I had the question like, okay, we eat Domino's pizza, you like your Caprinos, all these places, right? How come when you eat this pizza, you start feeling you know, stodgy and you feel full and you feel bloated? Whereas here in Italy, we're eating pasta every day, we're not getting fat, we're waking up the next day and we're ready for breakfast again. Why? What is this, man? How can you eat pasta every day and, you know, stay like this? What they're using, so it's a different grain. Uh, that's the first thing. And then she's like telling us about the yeast, right? Like, you know, so instead of the yeast being over two, three hours, which they commonly do in like kind of fast food places. This is like days and days and days. So so although you're eating carbs, the way that they're eating the carbs is um, just a completely different way, which is why, and this is a this is a medical fact. It's kind of, we're not doing a Doctor's Chronicle segment this week, but there is a, some, such a thing called the Mediterranean diet, which we prescribe to some patients. And that's based on the Southern Italian region and other places around that, which is a very healthy diet, predominantly a lot of olives, a lot of olive oil. These things are natural anti antioxidants. Um, and these guys, you know, they just incorporate it in all aspects of their food. Um, we learned that to be called extra virgin oil, right? You know, you see on the bottle, like you can have virgin oil, extra virgin oil, extra, extra virgin oil. The extra denotes the level of acidity. That's what it's based on. Right. Uh, we picked the fresh oranges from the trees. That was nice. And we got to try those. Um, so all in all, that was, uh, for me personally, it was like, I'm not naturally someone who cooks. That's the first thing. And normally when we do excursions, you think about Italy, it's all about the sculptures, the art, you know, that kind of stuff, buildings, Right. So to do excursion, which is about food and making food, I was like, "Wow, this is completely out of my comfort zone," but I had so much fun. Uh, yeah, it was just it was just a great day out, man. So that was my confession this week. Sensational! I'm proud of you. Sensational well done for getting out your comfort bravo, zone. Bravo, bravo! Different things. See, yes, yes, all of that lovely Italian lovely language. Job. Now, here's the thing: mm. how is that a confession of a married man? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, like I said, it's more revelation. It was a revelation about mm. how can we eat like carbs? If the confession or the revelation, it's not confession, revelation is mm. there's different ways to eat carbs. Carbs don't have to be bad when mm. you see these people and they live to like over 100 and they eat this diet every day. So, yeah, I can't really bring you back to confession, mate. But afterwards, me and Shindy were like, okay, we're going to try some of this stuff. <laughs> we're going to buy some, you know, local local produce and uh, really get into cooking a bit more. I mean, Shindy already does it, but I was like, I will, I will be more than just the sous chef, the chopper. I will get involved more in the actual, you know, now I'm like a dough expert, you know. I'll, guys, if you want to see the video of me making dough, right, I will upload it as long as Indy allows it. But I became quite expert at needing Oh, dough. mine. Go for it. You can see how just how she's blatantly hitting on you man i, I felt uncomfortable watching it i was like yo bro, what was going on bro, here bro what you, you know what can i say man like you know she's the beard, it? It's it's beard you know, hench in it kim oh whoa bro bro ain't a gold plate teeth here <laughs> right <laughs> kimbo slice yeah maybe um yeah. <laughs> sure if you love the way i you know spoke english and she was like yeah okay you know clearly you didn't care Good. much in you standing I'm, right there i'm very happy for you <laughs> Yeah, I was very happy as well. I was like, mate, got game. Oh, man, it's too much to handle. Okay, so sticking on this topic a little bit, is this why Italian food tastes different abroad and maybe my fitness pal can't log this properly and that's why you're able to eat so much of it? Even though you do put on weight, you you still do, but yeah. I guess it's not as stodgy or heavy. I don't no. understand how it would potentially no. change the calorific content within the food made. It's got to be something to do with the raw ingredients and the grains, I guess. Absolutely. Absolutely that, man. Like, from, from the outset, you can't really work it out. But even the pizza, man, like, they have this concept, and we have this kind of anyway. Like, if you go to Pizza Express, you don't really share a pizza at Pizza Express. You have your own pizza, right? Completely the concept. In Italy. Yeah. So we went to, like, the top-rated pizza place in Matera. Shout out to Altra Pizza. And uh, <clears throat> it was the day before we were flying back, so we were like, okay, let's just have a few starters, and we'll have one pizza. Had the one pizza, nobbled it up, like it was just melting in our mouth, man. We we're like, oh, this is easy, man. Have another pizza, no problem. Mm. Um, because yeah, it's not like like all the shit that we have here, like stuffed crust. Like this is all just marketing <laughs> bollocks, man. Like this, this is not based on anything. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pi- pineapples don't exist on pizzas. Oh, yeah. I do. I I do love that. Uh, yeah, you can't ask. They like, can I have pineapple on the pizza? Please? No, no, that, that doesn't work. And actually, aesthetically, when you look at Italian pizzas, they don't look very nice. Right, we're used to like neat slices, and there's like this pepper here and this pineapple here, and it's all very much do 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 do, right? And then you look at Italian pizza, and it's like, and you're like, oh, that doesn't look very nice. And you eat it, like, oh, mamma mia, you know, it's just so good. Ah, <laughs> few few gestures for you, right? So I'm enjoying my food in Italian. This one, right? Fearful. I'm a bit scared. What the fuck? Okay. Yeah, yeah, everyone knows that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah, Russell yeah, Peters. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then obviously, Mamma Mia. You can say that, uh, Oh, Mother. You can say that in any, uh, in lots of different scenarios. It depends on the inflection you put on the on the phrase and the word. But yeah. Mm. What's the Punjabi equivalent? It's like, Hai Rabba. I know what the English equivalent is. It's one of your catchphrases. <laughs> good, 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 good Lord. Good Lord. Good Lord, yeah. Good, good Lord. Lord. Or it's like, well, no, actually, what is the English and Punjabi version of saying that, like, Mamma Mia? Mamma Mia. Hi. Like, oh, my mum. That's basically Hi. what they're saying. Yeah, but it's, it's not, yeah. Hi. It's, not uh, it's not our version of it. It's what gives you the same feeling. So the, hi. 
ਉਰਬੀਰ ਪੰਜਾਬੀ ਓਹ ਯਾਰ ਓਹ ਯਾਰ ਓ ਮੈਨ ਓ ਤੇਰੀ ਦਾ ਓਨ ਓ ਤੇਰੀ ਓ ਇੰਗਲਿਸ਼ ਕਾਲਾ ਯੂਜ਼ ਮੈਨ ਗੁੱਡ ਲੋਡ ਗੁੱਡ ਲੋਡ yeah you you got I some catchphrases bro i didn't even say it properly no no i'm getting a t-shirt with your catchphrases podcast catchphrases from indie oh the two good one yeah i also say yeah. like a lot i'm trying to cut that out listeners you probably observed i'm really trying to cut that Do out you? because when i'm making the clips i'm really trying to not say it and it's so difficult because it's like another word see i said it there it's like it's the equivalent of trying to say um but not saying um so i'll swap that out with like see what i mean it's a filler word yeah you're trying to cut out your filler words it is a filler word mm. trying to buy yourself time probably have to just when make, i speak too fast so if i slow just down make the way noises. i talk mm. Mm. how about that instead yeah mm. yeah sounded constipated but yeah we can work on the noise thank you it could become a noise i will jump okay. onto my little bits So uh I think mine's quite quick actually. So spending time with Sandra on the weekend is always great. And uh, whoa, 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 whoa. This is some precursor. She is, she is, she is. No, no, not the dyslexic part. No, it, it was is, like it is, she's confession like uh, spending time with Sandra is great, but there's a big but coming here. However, well, it is great. It is great. <laughs> Clearly but not me. This thing that she did that was re- it was super cute, right? Basically, she said something like um uh, what was it? Oh, you can't have this food that's got nuts in it. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I said, what kind of nuts? I said, oh, you know, the ones from Macedonia. And I was like, Macedonia? Do you mean macadamia nuts? She's like, mm. what, they're not from Macedonia? I was like, no, <laughs> but equally, that's very, very different what you're going for there, mate. That is not what I was trying to hint at. Macedonia didn't know that they were from Macedonia, which they're not. Macedonia is a place. It's not a place anymore, but it was a place. A it real was place just random. Place. Yeah, yeah. I can see why, where the confusion was. It was from a real place there. of like a love. Ancient Greece. Yes, yes. That's where it's from. Is and that it's when you correct. Yeah, uh, Macedonia is the old kind of, uh, you see it in the film Troy. With Brad Pitt, they show it on the map. Yeah. It's one of those mm. uh, kind of old regions. It's been rebranded now, whatever the modern day, I don't know if it's Syria now or something else, but... Um, So when you corrected her, what did she say? It was just a penny drop moment. She was like, "Oh." And I was like, "It's oh. okay. Don't worry." I I pissed myself laughing, but I was like, "It's okay. I I understand how your brain thought that it was that. Yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense to me." So, you prefaced this with spending time with Sanji is great, but then you gave an example which doesn't show great. that it's Yeah, yeah, but I don't understand why you said it because you made it sound like you were going to give an example of why it's not great, but then it was fine. Oh, because uh, I, lo- I, love, I love teasing people with like a bit of fake info and then I'm like, here you go, bam, hold that. Bam, yeah. bam. See? Got the, got the little clickbait. Now you listen. Got you, mate. You, got away. you know, I was hooked, man. I was waiting right. for the what's not great and you're like, oh, she said the wrong word. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you're savage, man. You're so savage. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Sanj, if you want to know why... understand the reference, there you go. If you want to understand why Sanj, uh, sorry, why Indy is so savage, right? Um, Sanj is because he's in fashion, mm. right? Like it's just so cutthroat, you know, and mm. uh, Indy's in that industry. That's and uh, you, you can't say the wrong word around Indy. That's like end of your career, mate. Okay. Can't, man. Can't. Don't be doing that I'll shit. I'll happily catch you out. However, 
I am a free mm. man in the week that people are watching this. I still haven't had any recommendations of what I should do, even though I'm going to be working my tits off with Black Friday. However, mm. I'm mm. more than welcome to listen. More than welcome, more than happy to listen to any recommendations on what I should and shouldn't do. So let me know things that you recommend that I should do in this newfound spare time I have. Drop a How long is it this? How long is it this time? Yeah, it'll be on Wednesday. Bam. Uh, six days, five, six days. You call me the jet setter, man. Sandy's been smashing it, man, in the space of yeah, what? She is, like man. A, mate, she's, she's leaving you, she's leaving, leaving you behind, bro. Life, she don't need you. She don't. She don't need a man. She, I don't need a man. No, she doesn't. <laughs> Clearly, go. I, I ain't got a problem. <laughs> she's <laughs> going to Macedonia. She don't need you. She'll find the nuts there. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here you go. Here's here's, here's another point. If yeah. you were going to to somewhere close to the world cup right 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 and you're in like the next city along and you didn't go to the world cup would you right. be a little bit upset or would you feel like you missed out yeah i, th- I think it look obviously it depends on if you're a football fan but even if you're not even if you go for one game go close get into a bar get the atmosphere you gotta yeah so clearly this is about sands again yeah yeah because she's going to dubai and I can't go because I have work, but I'm like, if I right. went, right. I would really like, I would need to go to Qatar because I'm like, it's right there. It's the equivalent of driving from London to Birmingham. That's how far it is apart. It's quite close. Mm. So I'm like, we'll just go. And I'm saying to her, you have to go. She's like, I can't. I've got, st- I've got stuff packed each day. I've got things to do. And I'm mm. like, man, you're a really good friend because I know if there were guys going on that, they would easily say, mm. right, I'll come to this. But on this day, I'm bailing and I'm doing a day trip to Qatar so you can just chill. I'll be there on your wedding day. But the other mm. days in between, I'm I'm going to that, yeah? Cool. All right, bye. Yeah, uh, that's a really fair point. Um, I take it she's not into football at all? or She is, but it's, it's one of her best mates. Hence why she's like, no, I'm not going to go. I'm going to do this. And I don't think she would want to go there alone without me going with her or another like family member going with her because... You know, different distance, no, random places fair, in the fair world. Enough. Bit unsafe. And this it? is a birthday hen, something else? No, it's her mate's registry wedding. No, her mate's Hindu wedding in Dubai. So she's going to that. Oh, hello. Okay. Wedding season. So yeah, I guess you can't even say to bride, can you? But like, right, mate, you know, after the after the wedding, just, you know, go to football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like okay. if you said that to a guy, they would get it. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know if it's the same rule for women. Girls and no. girls who listen to this, please comment and let us know if it would be okay. I personally don't think it would ever fly. I think they'd be like, no, no way. Mm. I agree. Sweet. Well, that deaded that Sweet segment. Green. All right, cool. So <laughs> we'll move on to the next bit. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. Cheers, I man. So. Thank you so much. Yeah, cool. <laughs> End of that okay. bit. Cool. Momentum stopped everything in his tracks. Hope hit that train button. I hit the table because Goran just halted the entire segment. All right. Next okay. bit. Right, people. So here we go. We are jumping into the segment, which is called Did You Hear About? And I'm saying to Goran, did you hear about these questions that I'm about mm. to ask you? Mm. They are semi multiple choice questions. So the way they work is it will give you a premise at the start. So, for example, this one is which one is bigger? And it will then give you four different statements and then you pick and choose which one you think is bigger. And it gives you the answers on which one is actually bigger at the end. Sound good? 
Sounds good. Okay. All right. We'll do two of these. Okay. Right. So here's the first question. Are you ready? Mm. Mm. Shoot. Okay. Which one going is bigger? Or which is greater, I guess, is the question. The distance mm. from the International Space Station to Earth or the distance from LA to San Francisco? Geography. Yeah, clearly. So the, the obvious thing that people will jump to is going to be like, oh, space has got to be really far. But then why would you compare mm. it? So I'm going to go with this latter then. I'm going to say from so San Francisco to LA, you said, right? Is there two places you said? Yeah. yeah. Although, my yeah. isn't that great, but they're on the same side, no? It's not like you're going across America. Yeah, they are. Cali's on the same side, San Francisco. They can't be that far from each other. But this seems like a trick question. The International Space Station to Earth. I'm still going to go with their second one, although my first thing would have been to obviously go for space, but I think it's a trick question. So I'm going to go for the second one. So think of it this way. Just to, I'll, I'll, I'll lock those answers in. Locked in, All right. right? All right, Chris. However, <laughs> think of it this way. The distance yeah. from San Fran to LA is the equivalent yeah. of driving from Birmingham to Scotland in terms of distance and time. Okay. Fine. Okay. So the answer is hmm. San Francisco is 348 miles from LA. Right. The International Space Station orbits Earth at a distance of 250 miles. So I was right. So, Karen, you are one for one. Good. Well See, but yeah, well the done. trick, the trick, trick, tricky question. The the trick, the trick question. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Which is which is greater, the mm. calories in a Big Mac, or mm. the calories in a quarter pounder with cheese? Quarter pounder with cheese. This is brought to you by McDonald's. Quarter pounder with cheese. Tell me your reason why. Again, the Big Mac seems too obvious. Big in the name. It's the most branded burger. You'd think it's got the most calories, mm. right? Now, I'm not completely sure mm. what a quarter pounder is. I know it's a beef patty, isn't it? Quarter pounder is beef patties, yeah. I think. Right, Let yeah, it's a beef patty, isn't exactly it? Exactly, because I yeah. eat them. Hang on. Yeah. Quarter pounder ingredients. <laughs> what <laughs> I don't know if I should type this in. <laughs> I'm about to be really upset, isn't it? But it's good, okay, then. a quarter pounder is 100%... <laughs> Beef. Yeah, Quarter pounder yeah. is 100% beef patty. There you go. Yeah, it's yeah, a beef yeah, patty. Yeah. Yeah, okay, um, so yeah I'm going to go one? quarter pounder with cheese. Please. Quarter pounder <laughs> with cheese. Mm. The answer is quarter pounder with cheese. Quarter pounder with cheese has 740 mm. calories, but the Big mm. Mac has only 550. Yeah, there you go. 550. There you go. Very good. Two for two, Garen. Very, very Thank impressed. You. Thank you. Yeah. Here's here's one that might catch you out, I hope. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> Which has a greater average rating on Google reviews? The Times Square or the Taj Mahal? Which say the question again. Which one of these has a higher average rating on Google reviews? Oh, okay. The Times Square or the yeah. Taj Mahal? Fine. So this is talking about the stars, isn't it? We got like 4.3, 4.9, that kind of thing. That's what the question you're asking now. Yeah. Near this. yeah. So India obviously has a higher population. You'd expect there to be more reviews, which could bring it down. See, personally, I would think 
how many different types of traveler are going to be coming to that area Both. because they're the ones that are going to leave a review the locals don't give a shit do they really because it's there regardless it'd be the equivalent of me ranking big ben it doesn't mean i'm not going to do it. it doesn't mean anything to me yeah i can't think of anyone not rating taj mahal high though so let's go with taj mahal Taj Mahal's higher, yeah? Yeah, let's go with that. Okay. Uh-uh. It's wrong. So Times Square. Okay. Times Square. You know, before you look preamble has 4.6. Yeah, before you look preamble, yeah. I was actually saying Times Square. And then you gave me this all this shit about locals. Completely messed my head. And uh, I changed my answer. But because I, I thought like, you know, Times Square, you think oh, about yeah, blame it. Blame me think, for this. Yes. People can think, oh, Times Square, busy, a bit commercialized, da-da-da, whereas Taj Mahal is like a beautiful thing. What reason would you not have it to give it a five? Maybe cleansiness, I guess busyness again. Uh, but yeah, okay. So not much in it though, point one. I would think, consider it this way, mm. you'll get more of an eclectic mix of people that will go to visit Times Square than you would the Taj Mahal. Because Times Square is in the middle of New York. It's very accessible. It's very quick. Taj Mahal, you don't just go stay at the Taj Mahal. You stay at a place and travel there. You might get deli belly, right? You might get ill. That might ruin your experience. Okay, you, you have a lot of people begging you for money in India. Oh, you got to think about God. all these things, all these, you, all these external factors that ruin the experience to, of being oh. a tourist. You're painting India in a bad light, man. It's not that bad. Not everyone gets deli belly. Hey. Hey, hey, I've watched Slumdog Millionaire, okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Guarantee Mr. Mr. 99% of the people who traveled there saw the same damn thing. All right. Guys, if you want to see uh, Indian Doctor Podcast do an episode live in India, that can be arranged. I have plenty of family there. I will take Indy with me and make sure he does not have a horrible experience in India. Or maybe if you want him to see him have a horrible experience, I can also have that arranged. So just let us know. Yeah. Hashtag send Indy to India. Sashikal. Doctor is paying. Cool. Sashikal. Sashikal. <laughs> All right. Okay. Next one. Okay. Which is greater? The number of Instagram followers Taylor Swift has or the number mm. of Instagram followers Beyonce has? The natural boom, response boom, is going to be Beyonce. Boom, I think of Beyonce boom, having the higher boom, brand. Boom. But let's go the opposite. Let's go Taylor Swift. I didn't influence your opinion in that, did I? You did not know. Okay. Wrong. The answer is Beyonce. Beyonce oh, had okay. 277 million. Taylor Swift has 226 million. Queen B, man. Can't mess with her. Yeah, that was the obvious answer. But again, I thought you were trying to trip me up. So I went for the opposite. Do you know who has the most? Uh, I'm not always trying to do the Who has the most Instagram followers in the world? It's not me. Probably Ronaldo. Yes, Ronaldo, then Messi, then I think it's Virat Kohli, and then I think it's King James is up there as well. Joe Rogan talked about it recently in his podcast. I could buy the list for you, actually. Hmm? Huh? What do you say? What did you say? You said recently about this podcast. Joe Rogan, he was talking about this on his podcast. He uh, didn't know who Virat Kohli ah, was. There we go. And somebody told him, he was like, what, Virat? Wow. Who's this guy? Virat Kohli? He's got more than King James? What? More people <laughs> who watch India-Pakistan than the Super Bowl? What? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. 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 All right, Karen. 
This next Go. one's about salaries. Ready? Good. Okay, so apparently New York City employees, employers mm. are required to list salary ranges on job postings, which is actually okay. quite good. Useful. Okay. However, I'm going to give you a job. You have to guess the salary listed on each job posting in dollars in like New a range? York. Okay. You want me to give you like a range? Uh, the range varies. You just got a, got a ballpark it here. Okay, cool. There isn't a right answer. I'll give you a 10% leeway. How about that? Yeah. Okay. Quick maths. Okay. A sous chef at Per Se, which is a three-star Michelin restaurant. How much do you think their salary is a year? A chef boom, had a three-star Michelin. Boom, so boom, getting Michelin boom, stars is lots. So to have three, that's going to be quite hard. I'm going to say quarter mil. Quarter mil? Three-star Michelin. Look, my reference here is doctors make, doctors make half a mil in America, in New York. And this is a chef, three okay. Michelin stars. So clearly I'm too high, but that's what I would have said. 70K. <laughs> <laughs> wow, for three-star Michelin, man, mate, you're in the wrong industry, man. You need to just become a doctor, man. Half a mil, easy. Yeah. Okay, go. Yeah, just just transition to being a doctor overnight. Easy work, light work. Mate, Don't worry about Dr. it. Chronicles, I was there. <laughs> I'd just be doing that full time. <laughs> As in, I wouldn't have podcasts, would I? I'd just be like, I'm going to be a doctor. Here's my half a million. Thank you very much. Life is great. For someone whose MO is helping people, yeah. you'd be helping people that have money. It ain't yes. the same feeling. It's not. <laughs> right. It really, it really isn't. That's a good point. It's a very good point, indeed. Yeah. How much do you think a general superintendent of train signals at the New York City Transit makes? Based on your first answer, let's say uh, forty. Forty. Yeah. Okay. One hundred four thousand to one hundred fifty-four thousand. Bloody hell. <laughs> That guy's making more than the chef. Yeah. The Michelin three star. That makes no yeah. sense at all. The supply no, it makes sense. He's clearly securing the lives of people on trains every day, making no errors, no mistakes, no collisions. I think that right. requires a fair bit of Bob. Yeah, maybe it's the words general superintendent. I'm just thinking like a like a little manager somewhere, but this is like the the big the big boss, is what you're saying. Little manager, I think it's the main guy in charge of yeah. all the trains. This is like in that yeah. film with Denzel. What's it called? What the taking a felon one two three? Yes, the guy in the the room when he has all the trains and then he's like, you know, it's that it's that dude. Isn't it? That's yes. what you're on about. Okay, okay, that's it. Got it. I think that guy's one of his minions, but yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Denzel himself, but the guy, the dude, the main dude in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, Next. the main dude. Yes, yes. All right. How much do you think an exhibition coordinator at the Whitney Museum of Art makes? Exhibition court. Wow, these are really uh, abstract uh, things, man. I'm going to go again. But abstract between, posh names, isn't it, man? Between 25 and 40. Man, even this 10% I'm giving you ain't enough. You're right. over three, man. It is yeah. 60K. That's a very spectral. You're sound. thinking like, are you thinking pounds or are you thinking dollars? Clearly, right clearly. Now? Like, I'm just, yeah, that, that, I think that I'm not doing the, the conversion in my head. What's 60K in our money? Roughly? To be fair, the conversion is near enough one to one now, so it doesn't make okay. a difference. But yeah, sorry, fine, carry on. Fine, that's uh, that's quite more than I would have thought. Yeah, for that kind of job role. Mm. No, again, not dissimilar events, for, the, for the chef, man. That chef's got all that stress for seventy k. No, 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 no. 
fuck all. Yeah, in clearly. New York as well, where your rent's like York. two and a half grand a month. Yeah, there's a guy on Facebook. Yeah, he makes these reels when he walks up to people and is like, "How much rent do you pay in New York?" You seen it? And they tell him, "He's like, can I see your flat or your place?" No, they just go then. They, they just go look at it. It's actually quite engaging. It's good content. That seems hella sus, but okay. Yeah, gets me hooked. <laughs> nice okay nice how much do you think at anchor at wcbs tv or channel 2 makes this is big okay this is definitely more than 100 so let's say let's say quarter mil for this one again i'm gonna say 150 to 250 Woo! ding 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 bang on the right answer 230 to 250k yeah, buddy. That's a big well job. Done. That is. Well Anchorman. Going to be the Anchorman. I think that's, that's the I role think... I would have if I went to America, bro. I would be the Anchorman. Okay. Good morning. You just said you were going to be a doctor. America. Yeah. And then my part-time, part-time job. Come on, yeah. Good morning, America. I'm here with Indy. And today we are going to discuss Indy and his IBS. Thank you. But why would you? Because you're a news anchor now. That That's failed, it, bro. You are the news, mate. Okay? You, hairy man, you are the news. I'm not the news. Okay. I've got nothing newsworthy to talk yeah. about. Oh, bro, women taking pictures of you. You are the news, okay? Man don't need no holly bobs. <laughs> Thanks. And the women taking pictures of him. Okay, okay. I don't. Sure, okay. I don't. Okay. Uh, last question. Executive Go. Director of Fixed Income Trading in J.P. Morgan Chase's Global Wealth Management <laughs> Division. Half mil. I'll give you a second guess. So it's not as much. Just give me higher or lower, and then I'll make a second guess. I'm not telling you any either. So I'm giving you a second high, guess. It's that's, in that's JP Morgan. Yeah, I've got a reference point, man. So it could be a lot, lot more, or it could be a lot, lot less. So let's just go with half mil, man. That's it. It's high JP Morgan's wealth. But I already gave it's you a second guess. Why would you submit the same answer twice? Okay, you want me to go one mil? Let's double it. <laughs> okay <laughs> one mil oh shit okay all right 142k it's a 300k oh, okay okay oh, okay a half mil's not that far oh Take man here you go i thought you're gonna you know bring out we won't do the salary push. one again mate you sucked at push. that yeah, <laughs> the other okay. one was good though yeah it's good i enjoyed it the other one had less margin for error the other one was either or you had a 50 50 chance right yeah yeah this is just random man <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you could do, you like, could do bam, the same game, game number, but you're just, like, oh, just okay. give some ranges, give some options, <laughs> right? And then, then it's doable. Oh, man. Well, there you go, man. I found that quite enjoyable. I should do that again. It shows how uh, really up to date you are with current movements of salary postings and how much people get paid. Why do I care? Why does yeah. that to me, bro? Tell me. You should care. It's very Why important. Why should I care? Why, tell me. Okay. Educate me. Why is it important? Because <laughs> one day, Karen, you might have to talk to these people and then you've got to understand their trials and tribulations and what they can and can't afford. I'm like, ring it. Indy, Indy, how much does this guy make, man? Just tell me, come on. I've got a meeting, right? I need to know how much this guy makes. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. call me. Don't Google it. Call me, though. Yeah? No, 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 no. Call, call the source, right? The source. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Indy. Call the source. How yeah, much? Yeah, how much, Mr. Indy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, guys. That's all for this week. Thanks for joining us. Drop us a message, like, comment, share, sub. Uh, please leave us a review on Spotify. Please take part in the poll on Spotify. Mm. Apple reviews are always welcome. 
and we will catch you on the flip side. See you then. Laters.